Yo, 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 what is up, fam? It's myself, Coach Manny. Um, I don't even know what day of quarantine we're on right now. Um, but whatever, it's all good. I'm alive and well. I know you guys are alive and well, so that makes me uh, super happy as well. Um, so guys, I did this uh, Ask Me Anything uh, podcast and... You know, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of time to ask some questions. And I got a great response from Kinsey. So thanks, Kins. Um, but there's a couple other of you guys who asked some questions. So thanks for that. Um, I kind of want to do this kind of ever so often. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's, it's something fun to do. Um, and who knows? I might bring on some special guests that we can do and ask me anything on. Because I don't like the spotlight all the time, just some of the time. So... Um, anywho, so yeah, so I'm going to run through some of these questions that you guys asked me. I actually haven't even seen these questions. Um, I wanted to be a little bit more surprised on my end. Um, I don't like rehearsing things either, um, or writing stuff down. It's a waste of time, right? So, um, yeah, I'm going to go through these questions. Um, some of them might be duplicates, not too sure, but let's, uh, let's hop into it. All right. Um, so Jana asked, uh, her first question was what got you into CrossFit? All right. So long story short, grew up as an athlete, um, mainly played football and wrestled and ran track. Um, I then went to Adam state and I played football for two years, um, down at Adam state. Um, I was a true freshman my first year. Um, then I was ineligible for grades the second year. So I then took my red shirt um, my second year and then ended up um, dropping out of college and um, just I've always been fascinated with the human body and um, I would consider myself more on the athletic side um, not saying I'm the best athlete in the whole world but um, you know I found that whatever activity I did um, I was able to excel at and so I just found the human body just super interesting and I was actually studying civil engineering um, at Adam State, and it wasn't until I dropped out that my sister recommended me um, looking into exercise science, which is like strength conditioning and whatnot. Um, so I started to study it. Um, wasn't really into school, so going the strength and conditioning route was a little bit more difficult um, just because of the requirements that you needed to obtain a certificate. So then I got more into Olympic weightlifting. Um, as I got more into Olympic weightlifting, I saw the correlation that it had with CrossFit and how it was utilized. And I was anti-CrossFit for a long time. And um, this is kind of a, a story um, that I'm going to be sharing on the uh, CrossFit Loveland page. But um, I just I felt like I, I needed a call to adventure. And, um, you know, I tried the big gyms, had little success with that. I loved working out with people, not by myself. Um, so I, you know, hopped into CrossFit one day and um, um, stay tuned for the rest of the story because it's actually a pretty good one. Um, so her other questions I'm going to be touching base on. So I'm sorry if I if I reiterate that this week. Um, but I feel like educating it has always been something that I've enjoyed doing um, to some way, shape or form. When I was a woodworker, I really enjoyed anybody who talked to me about, uh, wood carving or, uh, woodworking of all sorts. Um, so I, I, I was just always, a 
I always, I guess, wanted to be an educator of some sort. And then once I kind of wanted to go the route of strength and conditioning, um, I just pretty much wanted to use whatever platform I had to eliminate anybody else's mistakes to potentially make in the future. Um, so as soon as I was approached by the previous owners um, to become a coach, I hopped on it right away and haven't looked back. Um, and then people who inspire me, um, there's, there's no one in particular who inspires me right i don't look up to one to one individual i look up to a collective group of people um you know and they are um some of them are other gym owners some of them are strength coaches um some of them are physios and pts some of them are are positive influencers um in the fitness arena um and some are entrepreneurs um, and I can even say there's a lot of my, a lot of the members at the gym that inspire me as well. You know, I, I see, I see someone, um, you know, like, like Shannon, who's been on her fitness journey, um, probably just as long as I have, I think Shannon joined maybe a year after me. Um, and she went from a total hip replacement, um, to losing over a hundred pounds. And then, you know, I always love, um, those small victories of like when she couldn't even do a step up on a box, but then this past year she was able to um, complete one of the open workouts that was not only a step up, but with a 14 pound um, wall ball that she had to hold. So, um, you know, it's everybody, I, I could say really, honestly, all of you guys, my members are, are a huge influence and, uh, and inspiration to me as well, because, you know, I, I get to see, I get to see the care and the love that you guys put into um, the gym and that inspires me to sort of reciprocate and put that right back. So I, I know it's a, a winded question, but um, pretty much any and everybody um, inspires me. There's other people that don't and they suck, but that's whatever. But I love most people. All right. Um, and then now Kinsey has a, uh, has a big string of um, questions. All right. So... Uh, her first question is, what is your favorite quote to live by? My favorite quote, I have a couple, um, but the one that I always like to say at the top of my head is um, there's always bigger fish to fry, you know, and and I always kind of grew up, I, again, I, I grew up a little less fortunate in the sense of uh, a normal childhood. Um, Step parent was, was uh, very mentally abusive. Um, there was a lot of self-esteem issues that sort of came along with that as well. And um, you know, one thing my dad always told me and he just said, you know, there's people that do have it worse and you see it every day, right? Um, that there are people who, you know, don't have first world problems. Um, you know, there are people who, you know, are, are dealing with strings of disease that they can't control or cancer or anything of the sort. Um, you know, there are loved ones that are lost, um, overseas. There's, there's so much, there's so much other things out there, um, that obviously we don't think about because we're not in that situation. But, um, you know, I just feel my outlook on life is if something shitty happens to me, um, there's a reason behind it. Um, you know, but I'm always grateful that, that it's not as worse, um, as it could be. Right. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, I, th I think that's probably like my favorite quote that I can kind of live by. And then, um, you know, the, my, my other one is, is it's, Nobody cares about what you did. People care about how, how you made them feel. Um, and that's another thing as well, right? I, I wanna sort of uh, put my mark in, 
in life and I want to if, if I was to say die today or tomorrow or whatever you know I'd want to die peacefully knowing that you know I treated everybody with the most amount of respect as I could and the most amount of love um, you know and there are some some crappy people and you know there are some situations that um, I've been less than ideal but you know I always try and do my best just to be a good person so um, those two are pretty good um, what is my favorite book so my favorite book, um, I don't think anybody really knows this one, but it's called When the Legends Die. And um, I forget the author's name, but it sort of takes place in southern Colorado and in New Mexico and kind of the surrounding area. Um, but it's about this this native kid who um, leaves his tribe um, and then joins, you know, um, joins the western civilization um then becomes more of a, a bronc wired writer and i forget when this all takes place but it was still kind of um it was maybe early 1900s maybe maybe i, I don't know I, I can't even say but anyway so he joins you know uh the rodeo tour does all that stuff and then he goes back to his roots and um it's just super fascinating just kind of you know the transformation he made um and it was just super significant i feel as like not forgetting where you come from um you know and uh and but always remember kind of where you're going so that's my favorite book my also my other favorite book is the bleachers by john grisham really good book um dream vacation where's your dream vacation with who kinsey asked this of course um my dream vacation is definitely spain um there is two cities there's a city named uh manuel uh, Spain and then there's also a Trujillo Spain so those are two places that I want to go and I think I might take my girlfriend she's kind of hot she's kind of cute um, so I might take her take her with there so um, <laughs> I'll come back to one of Kinsey's questions um, we actually got a we actually got a couple more questions as we come in so thanks guys um, so let's go to Lindsay's question so um, what do you what's something that you think is overhyped in CrossFit and what is underhyped? Ooh, great question, Linz. Um, overhyped are burpees, 100%. Burpees suck. There's plenty other things that you can do with your life than do burpees. Um, just kidding. But I think um, I think the intensity. I don't know if it's if it's overhyped per se or if it's uh, misunderstood. But I, I think I think the idea of of doing every CrossFit workout at the highest intensity possible um, is definitely not the best sort of approach um, to CrossFit. And uh, and I'll kind of throw that along with barbells. Um, barbells are great. They're a phenomenal piece of equipment. Um, but as most of you guys have seen, you know, dumbbells has definitely been a lot more versatile um, kind of just for human movement and, and for the body and whatnot. So I'd probably say um, burpees for sure. Um, you know, and I think I think to an extent, uh, barbells, um, and then just intensity, and then uh, under hype, um, definitely under hyped is static gymnastic movements. Okay, we do a lot of these slips, and they suck, right? They suck. They never get easier. Um, but you know, you look at a professional gymnast and how they move their body, and it is it is phenomenal. It, it is insane to even get close to understand. Um, 
how they do that and and reason being is because they know how to control every single muscle fiber that they have in their body and how to make their body as one unit um you know it's easy to use momentum to get you to do pull-ups or toes to bar or or you know a kip and a handstand push-up or whatever but uh you know you work a lot with um with the scales with the l sits even with just a static bar hold you know activating your upper back um just just gymnastics overall is super super technical and difficult you know if your goal is is strength is you know i'd say like barbell or dumbbell or overall strength and absolutely you know gymnastics isn't a way to go but i think for normal everyday folk um the more body weight sort of gymnastics static hold and range of motion that you could do i think that's that's super valuable so thanks for that Lindsay. um we're gonna go to jamie so jamie asked what made you decide to go into business for yourself so um, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, it all started with my grandpa. My grandpa was like a, a crazy uh, hustler back in the day, not like that hustler, but he uh, did construction. Um, so the dude, the dude dropped out of, I think, eighth grade, didn't graduate high school, nothing of the sort. Um, and he was part of that generation that just worked, that, that they just worked from sunup to sundown. And um, this guy, he was a foreman for a huge development in Santa Fe. Um, and instead of him, you know, taking his lunch break, he would take his hour long lunch break and he would go um, put in insulation um, during his lunch for some extra cents. And, um, you know, once he kind of stepped out of that arena, he started his own construction company and, um, you know, it definitely took off and, um, you know, he didn't really have it for long because he had been in, in, you know, sort of the foreman game for a while. Um, and then it wasn't until my uncle, um, actually two of my uncles and then my dad all sort of, um, took over their own separate entities of construction. Um, so as of now, my dad's owned his woodworking shop for shoot, I think, um, maybe 15, 20 years um, is how long he's had his, his woodworking business and, you know, struggled through the recession, but still came out and still kept doing his thing. Um, you know, my uncle still has his construction company. Both of them do at least. And yeah, um, you know, that's just kind of the spirit. We grew up just watching my dad hustle and, you know, we were right there alongside with him. Um, we never had a summer vacation we never had a winter vacation nothing of the sort that was all sort of foolish um but yeah so we were working with him day in day out and you know we just embraced sort of that grind and so um you know for for those of you guys who don't know um my brother and i actually started a woodworking business when we moved up here um and it failed terribly like three times it, it failed so you know we packed up our packed our bags and said, ah, it's not meant to be, you know, we went and worked for somebody else and, um, almost just accepted the fact that we were, you know, failures and then, um, worked about a year under somebody else. And then so we realized like, no, like this, this isn't me. This really isn't me for me to sit here. And, um, I was always a yes man, um, because I just knew how to work and, um, I knew how to be a good employee. Um, and I was just tired of making people money. And so I said, screw it. I'm tired of making people money. So I'm going to go make my own money. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so, um, that's sort of why, you know, I, I decided to, to go into business cause it's what I know. And 
you know, for myself, I can be completely transparent as I take a lot more pride in my work when I know that my name's attached to it, you know, um, than if I could just kind of hide over something else because I could just get my hand slapped and keep working. But, you know, if um, I, I do take a lot of pride in what I do and, and who I am and how I present myself and, um, you know, owning a business provides just that, you know. So, um, yeah, so that's why I decided to go into business um, for myself. And I'm actually going to I'm just gonna check these off to show you guys that I'm that I'm checking them out. So let's go back to one of Kinsey's questions. Um, what is my ideal wad? Okay, cool. This is a good one. My ideal wad is a one rep max clean and jerk, and that's it. Just kidding, but really. Um, so my ideal workout would probably include double unders for sure. Um, I'd say probably double unders um heavy cleans no jerks so so double unders heavy cleans um and then if i was to throw in a gymnastics movement in there i'd probably throw in box jumps because i'm a, I'm a freaking bunny rabbit so um yeah and then i'd want it to be something short so probably 21 15 9 of cleans and box jumps and then maybe after each round do 50 double unders that sounds fun maybe i just made up a wad for us cool all right so uh hold on give me a second let me check some of these off so we'll ask another question from kinsey and guys i did not pay kinsey to um i did not pay kinsey to um ask all these questions so all right so if i could do anything in the entire world right now what would it be um well i would uh have the gym open and i'd be coaching in the gym lol but <laughs> i'll answer that a little differently um if i could do anything in the world um you know i feel i'm very lucky to have you guys but i think it would be something along the lines of training athletes um uh, lately just with watching i've been watching a bunch of uh film just of football players and watching drills and stuff and i think um if i could i would love to be a football coach um anything specifically definitely a running backs coach um I was a student of the game, not so much where, you know, um, I was a student athlete, but I, I really enjoyed watching film and diving into sort of the playbook and, and the philosophies behind some coaching methods and such. Um, I just thought it was so fascinating, so interesting. So I think, I think if I could do anything right now, it would probably be coaching up um, football. Um, my most prized possession, obviously, is you, Kinsey um second is the gym um but i guess my most prized possession right now i don't know i'm a pretty simple guy i don't really have a lot of materialistic things yeah i think those are two good answers my gym for sure um and then my cute little girlfriend all right i just saw wade hopped in oh wade so wade just asked red or green chili um yeah both all right. So each has its place. Um, and I'm a weird New Mexican. And if you've ever had red, like authentic red, green, red chili, um, you'll kind of know that it's that it's that it's hard to decide. So, um, yeah, I'd have to say here's the deal. Green chili, diced green chili is good on most things. Red chili sauce is good for smothering, I feel. Um, so, like, I love red chili and breakfast burritos or on omelets or um, let's see what else do I like red chili for? Oh, or like uh, 
we do mashed potatoes and instead of gravy we do red chili pork red chili mm, bum bum diggity um but just for you know just for like handheld burritos or um like i was telling people uh green chili cheeseburgers are super good um and then even in new mexico they have uh, at subway you can get green chili in your sandwiches and i'll even do that up here if i make a super good sandwich i will throw some green chili in that so um yeah absolutely i'd say both it's called christmas but if i did have to choose oh, okay if i did have to choose green chili for sure 100 all right let's go to shannon Ooh, shannon nice nice question so shannon asked um what keeps you going and positive to help the next person in the gym that doesn't believe in themselves um you know i think so you know as as i've sort of touched base on you know i came from uh i came from a, a childhood or upbringing when i was always told that i wasn't that i was a piece of shit that i wasn't gonna make it um that i was never gonna amount to anything and so i had an outlet through sports and sports was my outlet just to for for me just to embrace embrace my talents and sort of um you know break off whatever crap was going on at home um and i feel like my my humor and like how i approach things i i i slowly began to see that that gave a positive influence on individuals and um i think it's just my personality type that i just enjoy i enjoy seeing people happy you know i i love to um sur surround myself with people who are happy who are positive outgoing all that good stuff um so when whenever i have an opportunity to do such like i get so awkward when people are crying because i don't really know you know I, I don't really like to kind of focus on that you know i like to kind of focus on the good and um understand that you know there is pain there is hurt there is emotion but um happiness and joy um definitely outweighs that you know i've definitely had my series of of doubt and anger and frustration and all that but um you know it's usually the people who make me feel good are the ones that lift up my spirits and um i don't know i think i think too you know we we all have the choice to um be positive and be happy and so if i can if i can sort of uh educate in a sense for for just that um i'm definitely going to do so and then uh you know on the 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 people that don't believe in themselves like like i said i i came from i came from an upbringing that i was told not to believe in myself and i disregarded that every single time um you know and i've had my fair share of failures and i'm not embarrassed about them um at all so you know i just i kind of feel like if i know i can do it and you know if i know i was told to go a different route and i went and i went this route instead and i'm so grateful for it you know i definitely want to share that experience with somebody else because um overcoming adversity i guess is it feels so amazing and um you know i think everybody is so much stronger mentally and physically than what they are and um you know if i can help bring that out um you know then i feel that i did not only my job but you know it just it makes me feel good you know i love seeing people happy i love seeing people positive strong both emotionally and physically um 
and yeah, I'm just super, super grateful for that. So good question, Shannon. So Amanda said, what is your biggest challenge that you faced in being a coach? How do you deal with it? Oof. Biggest challenge for being a coach is making everybody happy. Um, you know, that just kind of fit off of, of Shannon's like, you know, I want to do the most for every, every single person. And I know every single person is different and unique. Um, you know, but sometimes my programming isn't for everybody. And I, I've accepted that, you know, sometimes I've seen my workouts are too easy or my workouts are too hard or they're too repetitive. Um, you know, or even just things that I do with the gym or decisions that we make for the gym. Like nobody's really gonna, agree with it 100 percent um you know but the biggest thing that i've learned um in the past i'd say past two years is just communication um you know just just talking talking through because if i if i'm assuming where they're coming from and they're assuming where i'm coming from um nothing really gets resolved right so what's been most successful is is a me just to sit down shut up and listen um and then ask questions more than I more than I talk or or answer or yeah a- ask more questions because that creates a better dialogue for me to see where you know somebody's coming from whether it is with my programming or um, you know I know we used to do PVC pipe technique every single day and I was like no nah, this is the way and then that started to raise some questions like is this really worth it and so instead of me saying like yep it's absolutely worth it one hundred percent. Um, you know, I asked the question of, you know, maybe alternatives or why they don't see the value. And that certainly helped me um, and guide me to, you know, find out how I need to address it. Um, and, you know, what may, maybe there might be something not even related to the issue at hand, but something underlying. So um, I feel just communicating has been the biggest thing for me. You know, I'm an open book. I like to be as transparent as possible, um, you know, and I hope other people are too, because, you know, the more that we are honest with each other, um, the more it allows us to, um, you know, get to the bottom of it and, and sort of clear up the situation. So good question, Amanda. Um, all right, let's go back up to Kinsey's. So she says, what is your ideal meal? Um, two cheeseburger combo from McDonald's. Just kidding. Definitely, uh, definitely pizza. I would say is my ideal meal. Um, we go back to the red chili, green chili thing. Um, definitely green chili, uh, pizza. Um, I used to get this thing when I was Catholic and we couldn't eat meat on Fridays. I would do a pineapple pizza with green chili and it was the best thing ever. Do I have a hidden talent and what is it? Huh? Yes, I do have a hidden talent. Um, well, I guess back in the day I did have a hidden talent and I never told anybody about, but there was actually one point in my life that I was uh, aspiring to be a rapper and it, it, I'm not going to say it lives in me, but there's some days where I feel pretty hood and you know, I, I definitely feel like I still kind of have it in me. So, um, yeah, other than that, I don't think I have much other hidden talents. Um, if I'm good at something, I show it. It's pretty, pretty easy there. Um, all right. So the next one she asked was think of a memory. What is the first one that comes to mind? All right. Thinking of a memory, thinking of a memory. Um, I'd have to say it was, 
yeah, because I've just been talking about it lately. Um, I'd have to say it was my first ever CrossFit workout. Um, and I'll just let you look at the workout. Go to YouTube or Google and type in Open Workout 14.5. I was destroyed. Um, I got halfway through the workout and the coach made me cut all of my reps in half because I was literally about to die. Um, so check it out. It's it's gross. <laughs> it's really gross. All right, let's go back to Amanda. Ooh, good question. Um, what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, so it kind of touched base on it. Um, you know, I want people... I want to be known as the person that did whatever he could to help out his people and to help out anyone or everyone. Um, you know, I definitely understand that I have my faults and, and I have some qualities that, you know, definitely need to get worked on. But, um, you know, for the most part, I feel that I, that I do put, you know, people over myself, um, even if that is to a fault and, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. And I, I would love for, for, myself to be remembered as somebody who did more or gave more than he took you know um and not only that but just giving people the confidence um in themselves and the positivity in life um, that can help them in situations later on down the road um you know i'm all for making people move better um become healthier humans but you know there's there's a side of me too um, that just wants to help them believe in themselves more and just be better um, than they think that they could be and sort of unleash their potential. So um, I guess that's what I'd want my legacy to be, just to be known as. Um, yeah. So we'll come back up to uh, Kinsey. What has been your favorite thing that you have done or experienced since being quarantined? Um Favorite thing I did or that I've done, I guess I'll go, I'll go with both of those because I got two of them. Um, one is going, um, actually these past two weekends, I went up hiking with Ken's last weekend. That was so freaking cool. Um, and then this past weekend, I met up with a couple of friends and my brother um, in the wilderness um, and we rode some off-road vehicles and we camped one night and it was just really good. No service, um, no talk of the Rona. Um, nothing of that. So those two experiences were really good because both times I got to just be with people I enjoy and not listen to um, any, any. Hey guys, sorry about the cutoff. Um, as I was saying, um, so those are my favorite things that I've done um, during quarantine. And now that I think about it, actually, um, I made a super sweet table for Kinsey and I. Um, it was a really, really fun thing. It was something we were wanting to do for quite some time. And I was like, hey, I got a little bit of free time. So, um, yeah, we made a made a pretty sweet table. And it's been super awesome, actually, to be um, eating at a table instead of um, on our couch. So that's been good. Um, as far as favorite thing that I've done... Um, or that I've experienced, sorry, has just been able to connect um, with Kinsey and um, just to giving ourselves a little bit more time just to um, dive deeper into our relationship, um, kind of talk about any and everything related to our lives, um, our feelings, emotions, sort of all that thing. And then um, on top of that, just doing the same thing with you guys. Um, you know, I feel like 
in a class setting, we, you know, had a, a short period of time to interact and, and I've definitely had my heart to hearts with you guys, but, um, I feel the frequency and, um, you know, the length of our talks have been, um, super awesome and I've, I've really, really enjoyed them and, um, connecting with, you know, my, my brother and, you know, his, his wife or my sister-in-law and then my sister, nephews, all that good stuff. And then even my parents, um, just communicating with them more. So I'm hoping that, you know, some takeaways that I take from quarantine, that just continue to connect um, with those that you really don't talk to very often because um, it's it's been it's been good for myself um, and it's definitely been good for my sanity so that was good um, Brian asks um, I would like to know your favorite podcast well Brian I have a couple favorite podcasts um, so if we're talking CrossFit I love okay if I were talking overall um, Chasing Excellence by Ben Bergeron is amazing. Um, super, super awesome. The dude is just phenomenal with anything he says, anything he talks about. Um, he's just super smart. He presents himself so well. Um, and then he breaks things down that makes really easy sense for a lot of people, right? There's not a lot of jargon getting thrown around. There's not a lot of, um, I guess, fluffing up things um he's straight to the point and um you know he says it how it is but he's he's very um compassionate and uh understanding where everyone is at and not just you know a select group of of individuals um so that's going to be my favorite overall for say crossfit news um or crossfit all stuff first off is the crossfit podcast um is always good uh, a few others is talking elite fitness is is definitely good, um, and then Arm and Hammer, the Arm and Hammer podcast, I really like as well. Um, the dude's really smart, um, but he has some some good guests there, and then he's he's just he's very technical, and um, you know, just it gives you a ton of insight just on like the sport of CrossFit as well. So I really like like those two podcasts. Um, for just general fitness um, and strength stuff, I love um, Joe DeFranco's Industrial Strength Show. I like Brute Strength Podcast as well. Um, that's something uh, Mike Cashew does a good job with, and he's very diverse with the people he talks with. So it's not just in the arena of CrossFit, but all around um, with fitness, um, mindset, you know, how to even talk to um, a money guy and, um, kind of talk to a little bit to him about finances and um, just a different spin on things. So I really enjoy that. And then um, one of my favorite ones that I most recently gotten into um, is uh, the School of Greatness um, by, I think it's Lewis Howes. I, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, but he, uh, but I've just been really digging on his stuff. Um, a lot of it is mindset related. Um, and just sort of the sort of how you can control how you can control outcomes, emotions, um, stuff like that. And um, I listened to one recently, and it was just talking about manifesting um, or how to manifest your life um, to how you want it. And that one was super super good. So it was uh, how to hack your mind and heart to change your life. And ooh, it's fire. 
It is so lit. So um, those are my favorite podcasts. Um, I also like fantasy football podcasts and I also like fly fishing podcasts. So um, yeah, yeah, I don't really venture out too far into the different genres of podcasts, but they're all they're all good stuff. I also like true fit podcasts. That's fun. Um, let's see what else. All right. Uh, one goal in life that I have. So, so this one, um, I'm going to get there one day. Uh, I don't know where or when or what it looks like, but, um, I want to devote some time to developing high school athletes. Um, and I not only want to develop them, um, physically, but also uh, mentally as well. You know, I want to, um, instill, I guess, good values on how to be a good leader. Um, not only for, um, you know, their sport, but just in, in life in general, you know, there's, once you get to college and professional, you know, you hear about all the scandals or all the, all the, you know, say, um, involvements with the law or with school or whatever. And, um, you know, it, it definitely sucks because I, I take pride in, you know, the sports that I did and I take, I took pride in being an athlete and, you know, I feel there's a lot that comes with that. And so if I can have an influence, you know, on, on sort of how they present themselves even in high school, going to college, um, it could potentially influence them to be better leaders, you know, outside of the field or the gym or whatever. Um, you know, I definitely want to do so. Uh, so yeah, I'd want to be essentially a high school strength coach, um, or just train high school athletes. Um, yeah. So that is one goal in my life is, is to do that. Um, along that, those lines, I've always wanted to give back to my own high school, um, my own high school. Um, it's a private school, but it's definitely on the lower ends of private schools in New Mexico. Um, and especially with all these say charter schools sort of popping up down there, their enrollment's gone down and, um, you know, it's part of the, the LaSalle, um, school system. And, you know, I, I definitely want to give back to some extent. So, you know, I kind of want to start there and, and, and see how it goes. So that is definitely one of my life goals um, that I have. Thanks for that, Brian. And then last, uh, Kinsey asks, who is your idol? Um, so again, I'll probably have to just hop right back to um, Ben Bergeron. I mean, he, there's not a lot of people that I want to be exactly like, and he's definitely a person that I would like to be like. Um, again, he, 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 it just seems that he, he has the 360 of qualities, um, to not only just be a good CrossFit coach, but just to be a good life coach in general. Um, how he talks about things, how he, um, I guess thinks about situations or scenarios or even just, you know, even though he puts him, even though he is at that elite level, um, he still is able to connect and allows himself to go back down to where he first started and things that he would change. And, um, you know, I feel that he's just super helpful to any and everybody who wants to listen. Um, you know, and that's what I'm, I'm hoping to, to be at some point is, um, to influence not only you guys in the gym, um, but to everybody sort of outside the gym, um, as well, just to be happy, healthy humans. Um, you know, I know this is all my calling and, and I know sort of what I have to do. Um, but I also, um, know that it's going to take a lot of work and, you know, and I, I, if I could sort of mimic anybody, um, to sort of get there, uh, that's definitely the, the person that, 
you know, I, I would like to be like. So, yeah. Well, that's it. Um, thank you guys for all the questions. If you guys didn't get questions, don't worry. There'll be another chance for you guys to do this. Um, I really thought there was going to be more more low blows for sure or, or some funny questions, but these were all good. I really liked them. So thank you guys so very much um, for participating. Uh, like I said, look forward to some other special guests that I'm going to throw on here and do an AMA on. Um, and yeah, guys, just keep your heads down. Let's just keep working. Um, stay posted uh, to what we're doing. And um, yeah, we're going to see you guys very soon. I have a feeling. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later.